Welcome to Education Beat. I'm Ann Vasquez, CEO of EdSource. California has set a goal that by 2030, at least half of all K-12 students will be enrolled in programs where they are learning in two languages. About 1,500 schools in California already have some kind of bilingual education program in many different languages, including Spanish, Mandarin, French, as well as Korean, Arabic, and Armenian, among others. Fresno Unified is home to the most extensive dual language immersion program in the Hmong language. I feel like it's very significant for us to continue on, just because if we don't, we're going to be extinct. Why is it important for students to learn a language like Hmong? And what challenges do dual immersion programs face? Here is this week's Education Beat with host Zadie Stabley. Sharon Vang grew up in Fresno, speaking Hmong at home. I, I feel like I was pretty fortunate just because for me, then I grew up in a very like um, Hmong, traditional Hmong household. And so because of that, then the influence overall of like the Hmong culture was always with me. Sharon always knew she wanted to be a teacher, but she didn't know it was possible to teach in Hmong in California public schools. And for almost two decades, it wasn't. In 1998, California voters passed Proposition 227, a law that required students who spoke a language other than English at home to learn only in English unless their parents signed a waiver. Most bilingual education was eliminated. But then in 2016, California voters passed a separate proposition revoking that measure and encouraging bilingual education. So when Sharon started her credential program, she heard about the possibility of getting a bilingual authorization to teach in Hmong. I was like, wow, that would be such a great opportunity. You know, I've always been very passionate about our culture and stuff like that. So that drove me even further into wanting to teach in the dual immersion. The Hmong people are an indigenous group from Southeast Asia who have lived in areas of Laos, Vietnam, Thailand, Myanmar, and China. During the Vietnam War, the CIA recruited Hmong people to fight in Laos against Vietnam. But after the U.S. withdrew, many were forced to flee or be killed as they faced persecution. Many settled in the U.S. The Fresno area is home to the second largest population of Hmong people in the United States, after Minneapolis-St. Paul. Sharon says many children in the Hmong community no longer speak the language. It's a dying language just because now we're so influenced with like the American culture that like our younger generations were more Americanized, I guess you can say. And so a lot of times when you talk to Hmong people, we always emphasize the fact that we don't have a country. You know, we, we just reside in like mountains of other countries. And so because of that, I feel like it's very significant for us to continue on just because if we don't, we're going to be extinct. Kind of like what we, we tell the kids. We recently learned about the word extinct. And so that's kind of what I feel our culture might be like if we don't continue to preserve it. This is Education Beat, getting to the heart of California schools. I'm Zadie Stavely. This week, how a Hmong dual immersion program reinvigorates language and cultural pride. Sharon Vang now teaches fourth grade at Vang Pao Elementary School in Fresno. The school is one of two in Fresno offering a dual language immersion program in Hmong and English. 
Bilingual immersion programs like this one are designed to teach children both languages from the time they're in kindergarten so that they become increasingly proficient and bilingual as they progress through elementary school. My colleague Ashley Panu recently visited the school and wrote about the program for EdSource. Hi, Ashley. Hi, Zadie. So, Ashley, tell me about Fresno Unified's Hmong Dual Language Immersion Program. When did it start and, and why? Yeah, so in 2018 was the beginning when the first kindergarten class started at Ving Pao Elementary. And it started because there was a real need in the community and the Hmong community. And leaders came out and they wanted to preserve the culture and the language, which wasn't being passed down from, you know, family to family. And so they started this at uh, Fresno Unified. And I, it's the most extensive in the nation? Yes. Yeah, so it's the Hmong Dual Language Immersion Pathway. And so it'll eventually go up to, to sixth grade at Ving Pao. And then it'll pass on to the nearby middle schools and it'll go on to uh, the high school. Oh, that's really awesome. Um, so you visited Ving Pao Elementary and what did you what did you see there? Yeah, so I, I got to visit the TK and kindergarten classrooms and in the TK and kindergarten classrooms they were really learning they well they do dual immersion, they do a fifty fifty model and so they were learning in the morning they do uh in Hmong language. And so when I went, they were learning basic vocabulary and and the teacher was teaching them, uh, you know, words for uh, like shirt and pants and weather and things like that. And in the older grades I visited, which is the fourth and fifth grade classrooms, they were already using, you know, full sentences and Hmong. They were just learning advanced, more advanced vocabulary. So when I walked into the fifth grade classroom, I was visiting an 11-year-old, Irene, her, was giving a presentation about a basket tool. I was kind of wowed by it because she was just very confident. She was just standing there and, you know, talking about, I mean, I mean, I don't know Mong myself, so I didn't know exactly what she was talking about, but from the way she was she was holding, you know, the, the basket tool in her hand and she was talking about it. And so, you know, I understood, you know, kind of what she was saying. And she was, she was using, you know, like full sentences. And, and she told me that she didn't um, necessarily know a lot of Hmong growing up. So this program has really helped her stay in connection with her culture and even talk to people in her family more. So it's helping me by understanding how the Hmong people came, like struggle all the way to Thailand, Laos to come here. Um, and I think it helped us by reading like about it. So it was really important to Irene that she learned about where her family had come from and, and what her family went through to get to the United States. And her she's a granddaughter of immigrants. And so her grandfather came to the U.S. after the Vietnam War. And she learned about what he had to go through to get over to the United States. She was telling me that last year when she was in fourth grade, she came across that at lunchtime, um, a group of students that were not in the dual immersion program at her school. And they were making fun of, you know, the Hmong students in the dual immersion program. These other, um, I think, fourth graders, like, made fun of us, of our language, how we look and stuff. And we didn't like that because we don't like to treat other people the way that we don't get treated. She was saddened and, I guess, a little angry by that. And it made her really want to grow up and and teach dual immersion. Ashley, tell us a little bit more about why this program is, is so important. 
the teachers and the principal that I spoke with at Ving Powell told me that 90% of students in the program enter as English with English as their first language, even if they are from a Hmong background. Here's Principal Yua Lee. We don't have a lot of our uh, students, even our Hmong students, who are coming into the system speaking Hmong already. Mm-hmm. So when they come into the system, they actually are like second language learners and some of our parents don't speak it at home so they're like but we don't speak it so we're gonna but let us do it we will make sure that they get it so I think that's the hardest part is like with the Spanish DLI most parents speak Spanish their kids speak Spanish and they know coming in but with the Hmong DLI program most of them coming in speaking English and Hmong actually is a second language or foreign language to the students so that's the hardest transition for a lot of our kids and trying to grow that without a lot of support from home. There are a few students who are actually trilingual in the program, which means they will now speak um, Spanish, Hmong, and English, but um, that's not the majority. And so the reason that kids come in with a Hmong background but not speaking Hmong is because their families are not passing the language down. Then it's it's uh, an older language and there's there hasn't been a lot of chances to modernize the language because it's an oral, oral tradition, it's orally passed down. And Principal Yua Lee said the Hmong dual language immersion program also helps people from other cultures understand and respect the Hmong culture. Being able to know, hey, who are the Hmongs, where they come from, how they celebrate, like any other culture, the more you can get people to know about it, the better off it is us as a community to know, hey, this is a group of people in our community. How do we get along? How do we get to know them? And they get to know us so that we can all get along with each other and respect one another promote that diversity for who we are because we're a very diverse community. So how can we support one another by getting to know each other? So it's a great uh, pathway for our students to know that they can be bilingual. Some of our kids trilingual and triliterate and stuff. So it's dynamic to see that. We I wish more parents would be like, hey, for my child to be able to speak Spanish, English, and mom, how dynamic can that be? Teacher Sharon Vang says the program not only teaches kids the Hmong language, but also a pride in who they are and their history. The thing that I I cherish the most about the dual immersion is just how confident and how proud these kids are being in it, just because growing up as a Hmong American too, and I was a first generation, then, you know, it was really hard trying to find your identity in an American school setting, Mm -hmm. you know, but then seeing these kids come to school and they're so proud of their culture, I think that's like the most rewarding aspect of it. Ashley, most of the studies that I've seen have shown that dual immersion programs can improve long-term academic achievement for both English learners and for native English speakers. Ashley, how do Hmong students usually do in school and what kinds of challenges do they face? So there's been research about how Hmong students are typically academically competitive when they apply for colleges, but then they go on to graduate at disproportionately lower rates than other students. And that's because of challenges like family duties and limited written English skills. And so studies, also studies have shown that their struggles and need for support can be overlooked because people of Hmong ethnicity are sometimes grouped in with other Asian groups with generally higher college-going success rates, such as Chinese and Japanese Americans. Got it. Um, and how is um, how are the students doing at um, Bang Pao? So Bang Pao students are actually faring better in math on statewide tests compared to the district as a whole. About 32% of students met or exceeded statewide standards in 2021 to 2022, compared to 
33% average in California and just 20% at Fresno Unified. Ashley, I know that one challenge that a lot of dual immersion programs face, especially those in, in certain Asian languages, is developing curriculum materials. So I understand that that's a challenge for Fresno Unified as well with the Hmong program. Can you kind of walk us through why it's so challenging? Yeah, so the Hmong current written language is fairly new. It was invented in the 1950s uh, by missionaries to convert Hmong to Christianity. And there's no traditional uh, schooling in Hmong, in the Hmong culture. So it's the language is passed down mostly orally. And so there just aren't many existing educational materials and resources. That's what I was told by experts at the school. And they they design about 95% of their resources at Fresno Unified for the program there. And so it's either the teachers or there's a teacher on special assignment who's doing that. But it's challenging because the language is not modernized. There's not a lot of vocabulary when it comes to certain concepts like the solar system or branches of government. So that's been been hard. And um, and sometimes instead of having, you know, the 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 word for it, they'll have like the definition in Hmong as close as they can get to the definition of it in Hmong to teach the students that instead. In covering English learners and um, bilingual education, I've I've seen that school districts in California are really struggling to hire bilingual teachers in all languages, um, including Spanish. But I know the shortage is much more severe for teachers who are fluent in Asian languages. And, you know, many districts want to start or expand dual immersion programs in Asian languages, but they just don't have enough teachers um, with bilingual authorizations in those languages. Ashley, does Fresno Unified face challenges like this, too, to find teachers in Hmong? Yes, the principal at Vingpao told me that they're doing okay right now. They're actually going to need another teacher, another few teachers next year because they're going up to sixth grade. But right now that they're they're doing okay, they have a couple teachers in the residency program there that will that will cover that. But the principal thinks that in coming years, it might be difficult to, to keep finding teachers who will who are able to teach in Hmong. They're growing a few of their own from Fresno, a few teachers who will be able to eventually come and work for the district and will be able to teach dual immersion. And they can count on at least one more homegrown featured teacher. Irene actually says she wants to come back and eventually teach sixth grade or even high school, she said. When I do grow up, I do want to encourage people to know their own culture. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Education Beat, getting to the heart of California schools, a production of EdSource. You can find Ashley's story at edsource.org. Our producer is Kobe McDonald. Special thanks this week to Sharon Vang, Yua Lee, Irene Herr, and Ashley Panu. Our CEO is Anne Baskis. Our theme music is from Blue Dot Sessions. This episode was brought to you by Sobrato Philanthropies. I'm Zadie Stavely. Join me next week and subscribe so you won't miss an episode.